At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covering the live betting angles for every game, this is VSIN Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This is hour number three of VEASAN Live Bet tonight. Coming to you from the VEASAN studios here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds. We're hanging out here on a Wednesday night. A lot going on in the world of sports. College football with the bowl games. we got the NBA going on. College hoops going on as well. Hockey. Um, it's a great time mm-hmm. here as sports bettors here as we round out the year. Final day of the year coming up on Saturday. Look at the CFP. That day, I know we're all looking forward to that. But uh, West, right now in the Texas Bowl between Ole Miss and Texas Tech, the Red Raiders lead at twenty-six to seven. And in the market for the second half, I'm seeing Ole Miss three and a half point favorites as the consensus mm-hmm. line. Got to lay minus one fifteen if you want it, but the total sitting at thirty-three. Yeah, I don't really know what to do here. Ole Miss just has not been able to maintain drives, really. Uh, and they're beating themselves. Yeah, exactly. I mean, look. Uh, I understand, you know, you know, being a little risky and, and having to go for it sometimes, but uh, you know, just just not maintaining and uh, you know, giving Texas Tech very good short uh, short field position. They've been very efficient. Tyler Shuck, seventeen to twenty four for uh, one twenty and one touchdown. Shuck's also run it fourteen times for fifty yards and two touchdowns. So look, uh, the former Oregon uh, transfer. Uh, Performing better tonight than the current Oregon quarterback, Bo Nix. They've really been off. But uh, Oregon, by the way, 
did just score a touchdown and get the extra point. So 24 to 21, 657 left to go in the fourth quarter. UNC minus two in the hook, uh, minus 145, 53 and a half, juice to the under 135, money line minus 160 on the heels, plus 130 on the Ducks. But just uh, really quickly back to uh, Ole Miss and, uh, and uh, Texas Tech. Ole Miss 180 yards, 245 for Texas Tech. So you're like, okay, it's not that lopsided, but three turnovers already for Ole Miss tonight so i'm not wanting to lay it i know the numbers say to being that they close five point favorites and now you're essentially you know if you lay four you're getting them up uh what would that be that would be a plus 15 for the second half but i gotta i mean I, i numbers play i think that's right but if you look at just what we've seen in the game number one i'm not i'm not touching the total even though i like the over uh, you know, I, did, I didn't bet it because it moved too much, but I'm not touching this total because this is just kind of a weird game, and that's the one thing evaluate, about evaluating like Lane Kiffin. He'll do some maybe unconventional things that'll throw off because a lot of these numbers are set up, you know, for conventional, like, algorithms, but it's like those don't take into account, okay, what is this guy going to do? You know, is this guy going to go for it on fourth and one from his own 11, which he did in the first <laughs> half, so... Doesn't maybe necessarily calculate yeah. that. <laughs> Is he going to drop a fake punt on his own twenty-five yard, mm-hmm. <laughs> which he also did? Yes. Uh, uh, Lane Kiffin is just—he's uh, one of a kind. So that, well, I, I mean, look at—you know—three turnovers and stopped on downs four times in the first half Oof. for Ole Miss, and they've also been—you know—quite frankly, Ole Miss. If you've been watching this game and you know following along with us on Live Bet tonight, they've gotten their ass kicked at the line of scrimmage. And on both sides of the ball, really, because they haven't been able to stop Texas Tech running the ball, and they haven't been able to run the ball. This is number three in the country, Femi, in terms of rushing offense. Had a 1,500-yard rusher, had another near 1,000-yard rusher quarterback. Jackson Dart even ran for just a little bit under 600. They're up there with, like, Air Force and Army and Navy and these teams, and, and Michigan, obviously, up there, too. They run the ball really well, but... Up there with academies that run the ball like every snap. That, that and, and Ole Miss just has not been able to run the ball at all tonight. Yeah, if they can't run the ball, then it's going to be a little bit problematic here for, for the Rebels. Uh, I, I don't think I would get involved. Yeah, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stand down on this one. Uh, by the way, we, do, we have been talking about an NBA game in Chicago that is now a final score, 119-113. to 113. Bulls beat Bucks in two consecutive games for the first time since December 2017. The Milwaukee Bucks, by the way, I mentioned they had a big lead. They were 104 to 93 with 218 to go. Mm-hmm. 98% to cover. And now they're 100% to lose because <laughs> the game is over 119 to 113, despite uh, Giannis's uh, best efforts, even though Giannis uh, had a couple late turnovers and, and missed a shot late. But big time numbers for him. And, you know, despite the fact that he didn't have Holiday, he didn't have Middleton. Uh, 45 points, 22 rebounds, uh, 17 of 39, though, from the floor. He, he's, he tried. He's, he's ridiculous. He did, he did his part and then some, but that's how it goes sometimes. Sometimes you'll lose. Uh, North Carolina, th- this offensive series hasn't been smooth. Yeah, they, they, they looked say. like they had gotten a, a big kickoff return. But, uh, yeah, it was All a 35-yard, and it was a, a 10-yard holding penalty. So uh, now we get a face mask, though, on the other boost. side. Both teams are, are – Oregon has three timeouts, by the way. North Carolina only has two. Oh, just yeah. a little he, bit under oh, seven minutes. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, that was that was that was his uh, his money's worth on that face mask. Do it that way if you're gonna do it. Um, Tar Heels though laying two and a half minus one sixty five. The total is at fifty five and a half. I I feel like we need to see more from this North Carolina offense. Mm-hmm. Like, we haven't seen enough. Especially and then Oregon's defense, it's solid. Yeah, they've been carved up. We talked about that earlier this season, but this is we all thought that North Carolina would have success there as Drake May hits one of his receivers. Yeah, and it's going to be on Drake May, you would think, because uh, North Carolina twenty eight carries for one hundred and one yards haven't exactly been. Uh, running the ball uh, very well, even though Drake Mays run it 10 times. I, I thought it was Bo Nix that was going to maybe make some plays with his legs, but it's been Drake May. Bo, Bo Nix, I mean, he does not look 100%. Uh, you know, does have a touchdown pass tonight, but not very efficient necessarily. 18-24, uh, good completion percentage, but a lot of easy throws, not a lot down the field necessarily. So, yeah, I, I think this is obviously a bit of a surprise considering this total close 77 and a half. And look, you know, shootout, shootout, shootout. I mean, there was no reason to think that it wouldn't be. There, there really wasn't. Uh, May, though, just a couple plays ago, what a pass on the run. Just accurate spiral right in the breadbasket to a diving receiver. Like he, like You see why like the people are kind of gushing over him as like a potential mm-hmm. Heisman front runner next season. And also as a potential first overall draft pick in 2024, because uh, he's accurate, he's mobile. It seems like he has a good head on his shoulders. Like this kid, he's got something, man. Yeah, no question. Like he's he's a good player, and and uh, like this Carolina team, they weren't expected to be that good, as good as they were this year. Mm-hmm. You know, like nobody expected nine wins from North Carolina, but uh, when you have a good quarterback, it goes a long way. And uh, May has definitely helped them as they have now flipped to three and a half point favorites. So we've gone through the key number with the Tar Heels moving the football. It actually just went back down to two and a half now that they're facing a third and one. But for a secondary, it had popped with North Carolina laying three and a half. But you'd have to pay a lot of juice if you wanted to take that three in the hook with Oregon. Is this QB sneak right here? It looked like he was lining up for a QB sneak. Yeah. And I think he might get stopped. Yeah, I thought he had it on the first progress, but the uh, side judge coming in like it's short. Oh. And we talked about it on Monday night with Nick Foles. Like, QB sneak. There when, is an art to it. When when it's ran well, it can be automatic. Mm-hmm. But it can be stopped if it's not ran well. If you don't execute it's, it's amazing, like, how maybe the New England Patriots are the only ones that have figured that out. Because yeah. when he would not only talk about Tom Brady, but Jacoby Brissett was pretty damn good at running it, too. Jimmy so Garoppolo's good at it? You come out of that system, you're pretty good, as now it is going to be fourth and one They're gonna do it again? on the 25. They yeah. are going to plunge. Yeah, well, they did, they did this time I think he might have got that on that second half. Yeah, he got it this time. Also, LOL at the side judge who ran around the player yes. to then come back in. Like You're not supposed to do that as a side judge. Some of these side judges that spot the ball. I know. And, and it seems like and, it's an impossible and, and, job. And look, I, I know that the, that, the, uh, that the yellow line. Like, is... watch, watch him up top. Like, he runs around number five. Yes. <laughs> like, you're supposed to just tell number five to get out of the way. You're not supposed to run and, like, go yes, veer like, off. Yes, like, peel of... out, fellas. Get yeah. out, fellas. Like, you're not supposed to veer off of the line that you're on because that's what you're using to mm-hmm. spot the football. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and these yellow lines, I know, are, like, not scientific, but sometimes you see some really awful spots. Uh, I mean, it's like he's two yards short of that line or he's two yards over and you're measuring it. And in fairness to those guys, it seems like it's an impossible job. Mm-hmm. It looks hard on TV. I can only imagine how hard it is to actually be doing it. But still, man, like it's it's not good. Yeah. Some of these the 
some of the spots the, that we see. The ACC, football. which, uh, you know, took a lot of lumps. That's the one thing I always think is fascinating. Like, when you get to the NCAA tournament, you get conferences mm-hmm. that, you know, weren't very good in the regular season, then all of a sudden they're good in the postseason. Their ACC last year, terrible. Yeah. Terrible in the regular season. And yet they got three teams in the Elite Eight and two in the Final Four. It's like, ACC, told you. <laughs> and now the ACC honks can say, I told you so, because – whether North Carolina wins this game or not, they are going to cover this game, and the ACC is about to uh, to uh, be four and zero against the number so far. Wow, that's like the the Pac-12 in the COVID tournament in Indianapolis, mm-hmm. uh, and it was it was USC made a run to the Elite Eight. Yeah, um, you also had UCLA go to the Final Four, uh, and I think I think was Oregon was also in the Elite Eight or something yes. like that, or, or maybe Oregon USC played in the Sweet Sixteen. That's what that was. But it feels like there was like another Pac-12 team that also yeah. made a solid run. Yeah, uh, a- ACC, very good, though. Duke, of course, took care of UCF in the Military Bowl, 30-13. to 13, Very motivated Duke team. And then uh, uh, who else? Uh, Wake Forest uh, beat Missouri in the Gasparilla Bowl. And now uh, North Carolina about to, uh, to make it 4 Now, Who was the first ACC team they play? Oh, Louisville. Mm. Took care of Cincinnati in the in the, the, uh, in the Fenway Bowl. So yeah, there. this has been. Uh, so uh, let's see uh, who the ACC does have coming up. Uh, I believe we got two tomorrow. We got uh, Syracuse against Minnesota. We have Florida State against Oklahoma. Rematch of the BCS title game. Memories of Josh Heupel. You know, my memory of that was when Ashley Simpson did the halftime show and had the little shriek and got booed off the stage by the pissed off Florida State fans. <laughs> Go Knowles. <laughs> I don't know how the hell you remember that. You, you, YouTube it. YouTube it. Well, maybe we'll do that during the break because we're about to take one here on Beast and Live Bet tonight. <laughs> At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. 
and I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is BSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber for only $79 and get access to everything we do from now through the big dance. Sign up today and you'll also receive $20 to buy VSIN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear at our online store. Only VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests, betting splits, and betting reports. This is a limited-time offer, so sign up and get VEASAN Pro access through the end of March Madness at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Welcome back. This is VEASAN Live Bet Tonight. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds hanging out at the Circuit Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. North Carolina tacked on a field goal to go up 27 <laughs> to 21 with there, two and a half there, minutes. There's left. our guy, Eric Eager, at Eric Eager underscore on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, why kicking field goals to go up six late is bad, but, uh, you know, it was fourth and 13, by the way, from the Oregon yeah, that's, that's 27. A tough so North Carolina goes ahead and elects to uh, kick a field goal to go up six. And look, I think, by the way, Eric's hypothesis there is generally right. Yes. But. You know, they 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 kind of you know it was like okay, let's see if, what we can do here, and it's twenty seven to twenty one, two twenty nine left to go. I believe Oregon does have all three timeouts. I'm only seeing a money line right now at DraftKings minus one forty mm-hmm. on the heels, plus one ten on the Ducks. We'll see if Bo Nix has kind of been you know not great tonight. Well, this is how he builds his legend. Yeah, if he can go ahead and maybe start that Heisman campaign, uh, you know, and get the early moment for the. Uh, 2023 campaign uh, battling a guy he might be battling with next year, uh, Drake May. So uh, we'll be watching this Oregon drive. We're also watching the Texas Bowl as Ole Miss does have the football in Texas Tech territory. Jackson Dart on the keeper. Texas Tech, by the way, now minus nine and a half, 67 and a half on the in-game total. When did that second half close? I believe it closed three and a half, four for Ole Miss. So they do have the football and trying to drive it in. I'll clean up uh, one thing. I, it, well, I was right. It was the Orange Bowl, and Oklahoma was involved. It was the 2005 BCS title game in the Orange Bowl with uh, Matt Leinart and company at Reggie USC, Bush, yeah. and they absolutely thumped Oklahoma 55-19. to 19. It was Ashley Simpson that was part of the halftime show. I think Kelly Clarkson 
was also part of it. She didn't have a bad moment, but Ashley Simpson did just this shrieking. Google Ashley Simpson Orange Bowl halftime show. And this was after the Saturday Night Live where the wrong song, she was lip syncing the wrong song mm-hmm. and played a really embarrassing moment. And then she had that with the uh, with the uh, massive uh, shrieking. Uh, the, the, of all the nights not to lip sync, maybe should have yeah. on that Orange Bowl because you had the, them, them, uh, them Oklahoma Sooner folks having to sit through that beat down from Pete Carroll and Matt Leinart and Reggie Bush and USC. <laughs> you got them Okies. That was not going to go well for Ashley Simpson. There, there were none too pleased. Out and there. especially because she's a Texas girl anyway, so they probably, you know, yeah, all, like, already had a negative impression. Like, get her out of here. Yes. <laughs> uh, it's good on you for remembering. Memories. Yeah, that's, oh, I, I, you know. They say, well, you know, people tell me, Wes, you know a lot. I know a lot about nothing. <laughs> I, if, if you want somebody that knows a lot about meaningless BS, I'm your guy. Well, uh, it's not meaningless. What's going on in the holiday no. world? Bo, Bo Nix has led Oregon inside the North Carolina 30. So the Ducks now about 28 yards away from and they, and they, and the they, And they still got all three timeouts, yeah, by the way. Plenty of, plenty of time left to go in this game. But, uh, yeah, Oregon right now yeah, in a great spot. I'm trying to see if there's a live number. Yeah, they're minus 120 now mm-hmm. at DraftKings. North Carolina's minus 110. So you got to pay it both ways there as it's an incomplete pass, and uh, there's the flag, and we'll get an, in- an pass interference. Yeah, pl- plenty, of, plenty of time here, by the way, for the, uh, for the Ducks. The North Carolina defense that we saw for much of the year has arrived. <laughs> yeah. That's what that's what that's what I think overbackers thought that they were going to see. Now uh, they're hoping they get a reprieve with a touchdown and maybe a a missed extra point here because this did close seventy seven and a half right behind us at Circa and it's not anywhere close to seventy seven and a half. Oh. Ole Miss, by the way, in the end zone to go ahead and start uh, the uh, second half. Jordan Watkins eleven yard touchdown catch from Jackson Dart twenty six to thirteen nine oh eight left to go. I would think Ole Miss would go for two here, but. You never know. I, I don't really know. You never know with Lane. I, I yeah. I think uh, we 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 have been uh, we have been dumbfounded, uh, you know, and just kind of enjoying the Lane Kiffin uh, YOLO. It's like okay, it's a Texas Bowl. Yeah, uh, Bo Nix is going to call his own number for about seven. Which yards. I thought he was going to do a lot more tonight, but I think apparently uh, he is not one hundred percent. Oregon is now up to minus two fifteen, the favorite at DraftKings. North Carolina plus one seventy five. If it appears Oregon's going to score, Carolina, unfortunately for them, they only have one timeout yeah. left. So I think that we're going to – I wouldn't be shocked if this is QB draw or something. Yeah, and, and, and maybe do you just do, – do you – I mean, I guess you can't right now until they're on the one yard. But it's kind of like, Ooh. yeah, you know, you're, you were almost in the – you're not quite in the let them score territory. Now you pretty much have to stiffen up on defense. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Ole Miss no good on the, uh, the deuce there. So 26 to 13 – Texas Tech minus seven and a half, 68 and a half your total. So I think now if you're North Carolina, obviously you're going to play this play, like just try to get a stop. But if you give up the first down, you probably call the timeout yeah. and say, all right, let's let them walk in. Yeah, that's, so that that's, we have some sort of time. Probably all, that's probably all you can do unless you think you can stiffen up uh, at the line of scrimmage. By the way, it was a penalty. So Ole Miss did get a chance to kick the extra point. That is wide right. So they settled oh, for geez. six. They're just cursed, huh? Yes. It wasn't oh, meant so to – the conversion was not meant to be. So North Carolina just used their timeout yes. right now. That is strange. Mm-hmm. Because now you're an Oregon forward down the way. And I get, like, Oregon's not going to – it's not 
they don't have to kick a field goal to win. So I get yeah. like, maybe they're like, okay, well, let's put the onus on them. But I feel like you still want that timeout in your back pocket in case you get into a tight spot of, mm-hmm. all right, boys, let's let them – if they get this first down – Let's just let them score because yeah. the clock will stop after the first down momentarily. You can always call timeout if they pick up the first, and then you let them score. But I'm surprised that they kind of put the eggs all into this basket here of this third and four into this fourth and four situation yeah. because Oregon can still run the football. Yes. <laughs> like, they have all three of their yeah, timeouts. Yeah, exactly, they and that's, that, that's what I might do here is, is run a draw. I, I, I'm not sure why North Carolina decided to take that timeout. Yeah, yeah, that kind of that kind of baffled me there. Well, we'll see what Oregon does here on third and four. But 31 seconds left to go. Ball is on the eight yard line. Uh, they can pick up the first down and get first and goal as they will get the stop. So this is going to bring up about fourth yeah, and two and a half. Yeah, you got about half of it there. So uh, only one play left for Oregon now. Fourth and two. I believe that they are going to mark that uh, as Oregon goes ahead and takes a timeout. Uh, they, of course, have their whole allotment. So, yeah, I think it's going to be fourth and two from the six. Yeah, so 24 seconds left. Of, of which, you know, Oregon can still, you know, they, they, can, can, pick go, the first they can pick up the first down. Uh, they don't have to necessarily go for the end zone. But uh, it's kind of this kind of been a weird game. It actually might be fourth and three because you were right. Two and a half was probably the approximate. So, yeah. uh, uh you know, I, I always love when they go at third and a long three or a short three. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking it's, or it's just. Yeah, like we do. We just half. we just don't do fractions, apparently. No, we, we, we can't do them. We're, we're allergic to the fractions. Um, right now, at last posting, North Carolina was the money line favorite at minus 145, Oregon plus 115. So I don't know if we're about to see a stop here on this play. Maybe I might have spoiled the surprise. <laughs> but that was a money line price I was taking off mm-hmm. of the board. But it's fourth and two, 24 and sometimes And sometimes these could be premature, too. So yes. sometimes these could be mistakes, which uh, I, think, I, I think it may end up being, let's see what Oregon does here, though, on the fourth and two. Yeah, Nick's under a little bit of pressure. Oh, Nick's over the middle, touchdown. and I believe that ball broke the plane, so that's going to be yeah. a touchdown, 27 apiece now. So Oregon ties the game and will just need an extra point to take the lead. Dan Lanning all smiles. He's 19 seconds away from getting his first bowl. What the hell? Let's miss the extra point and get overtime. Can you imagine? Sorry, I had one tonight. It's the holiday bowl. We might as well bookend it, man. It's the holiday bowl, man. You never know what to expect in the holiday bowl. It's it's typically a shootout, and uh, we didn't get as many points as we thought we were going to get, but still – uh, a fantastic finish, nonetheless, as Bo Nix leads his team down the football field, only needing to use one timeout. It was pretty mm-hmm. just cruise control, just work your way down the field. Yeah. Nothing that was stressful and, and a great execution by this Ducks offense. Yeah, uh, uh, Chase Coda, the uh, recipient of the uh, touch. They, they are, by the way, they haven't kicked the PAT yet. This is going to be a scoring review to see if he went ahead, if uh, Chase Coda. Nevertheless, if he didn't break the plane, that's going to be a first down. Yeah, it'll still be Oregon. It's going to be like first and goal from the one uh, with the Ducks still having two timeouts. But uh, uh, Bo Nix does hit Chase Coda. It looks like from six yards out for a touchdown. So Oregon goes down the field on that Gene Gene Chizik, right? He's the defensive coordinator of North Carolina? Yeah, Chase Coda, by the way, the uh, son of one Chad Coda, who played oh, for the Carolina yeah. Panthers, New Orleans Saints, uh, Colts, Rams, over eight season, uh, retired in 2003. Uh, one of my favorite Chris Berman, T. Tom Jackson bits on NFL primetime was uh, 
when they mention Chad Coda and he intercepts a pass and they go into the Paul Simon song. Mama go take my coat of chrome. Mama go take my coat of chrome. Mama go take my coat of chrome away. <laughs> Those guys are the best, man. Uh, Eric sleeping with B enemy is still my Eric sleeping. That is one of the all timers. <laughs> That's my all time favorite. Uh, we'll maybe we'll break down some more NFL primetime faves on the other side, or we'll talk some bowl games. What do you know? We'll find out here on Beeson Live Bet tonight. This is Beeson Live Bet tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds live from the Circus Sportsbook on Beeson, the sports betting network. The countdown to 2023 has started, and Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook has you covered to start the new year off with a bang. Join Bet Rivers on both New Year's Eve and New Year's Day to ring in 2023. Log on to betrivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app on December 31st to receive a 22% profit boost. Then log in again on January 1st, 2023 for a 23% profit boost on any qualifying wager. That's right. Celebrate with Bet Rivers and get not one but two profit boosts, baby. It's a whole new game. Welcome back. This is Visa Live Bet tonight. He's Wes Reynolds. I'm Femi Abebefe. We're hanging out at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Um, right now, it appears we're down to the final play between Oregon and North Carolina. The Ducks went ahead and scored right as we were heading to the break. Mm -hmm. The extra point, a little dicey. Kisses it off the post and in. <laughs> yes. I think everybody wearing the, the green out there in San Diego was like, Breathe a big sigh of relief when mm -hmm. they saw it go through the upright. So Oregon leads at 28-27. North Carolina, though, has the football right now at about the 43-yard line. Uh, nothing is posted on the money line price, but the last posting was 7-1 to one on the Tar Heels. And I believe Oregon, yeah, Oregon had, had 12 on the, on the field. Is that a 5-yard penalty or is that a 10? I'm not sure what the... That, that I do not know. Only six seconds left to go. So, yeah. But it puts you in better territory for yeah. a Hail Mary, though. Yeah, yeah, it does. I mean, obviously, with only six seconds, uh, you don't really have time. I, I don't think they could pull that off to go ahead and get a quick pass and then get yeah. the field goal team on. So but Maybe if Justin Tucker was the kicker. Yeah, or, yeah, or, Justin Tucker, absolutely. But 28-27, uh, uh, they are reviewing, I think, to see if. Was in fact twelve yeah. men on the field. It looked uh, like there. It looked like there was about fourteen on the field. To be honest, yeah, there were a lot. There were a lot of white jerseys out there. So uh, North Carolina. This is, by the way, is their ninth game decided by one score this year, and I think uh, they're six and two. They lost their last two of the season. This would take them down to uh, six and three if they cannot get this game. As uh, Bo Nix uh, did uh, lead them down for an exciting finish, at least, and that extra point was kind of exciting uh, over the break. Uh, where, where he kicked it hard and it doinked mm -hmm. a little bit. And, man, because I was thinking, man, if we get a missed extra point, we may have overtime here in San Diego, which, uh, you know, as somebody that doesn't have a side or a total in this, I would have been interested in that. Yeah, I was saying, hey, let's get more football. <laughs> I think the people that uh, are invested just want to go, go ahead and get the hell out of here and get their money. Mm -hmm. I guess from, from, a, from a spread standpoint, yeah. uh, this is one way for North Carolina, not even close, rocking chair winner, but uh, for the total, you never know what can happen in overtime. I know we have the two-point battle, but yeah, you never know what happens in the in the OT period, man. That thing, those points add up real quick, and like we always say, they don't call it undertime. Yep, they call <laughs> it overtime. As uh, uh, we wait on the review. By the way, third and ten for Texas Tech. We go down to Houston for the Texas Bowl, twenty-six to thirteen. Uh, the Red Raiders still lead. Ole Miss has the one touchdown on the board here in the second half, and. Uh, 
and it just disappeared here. So Texas Tech going to be short. Uh, probably going to send the uh, field goal team on. It's minus eight and a half, 65 and a half. So it's a five-yard penalty for the mm-hmm. too many men on the field called on Oregon now with uh, six seconds to go. So now it's first and fifteen or first and five. Sorry, uh, first and five for North Carolina. Now they have the ball around midfield or so. Oregon's already retreating back, putting some defenders uh, by the goal line and near the end zone in anticipation yes. of a Hail Mary attempt. That's probably what we see here. I mean, because I, I don't think they're going to – you think they would do the, the old hook and ladder, a little Stanford band yeah, on the field they, maybe? They, yeah, they might have to try that. As uh, Texas Tech, by the way, no good on the field goal, so Ole Miss does get the stop. Six fourteen left to go, but attention back to San Diego. Well, they could go quick to get out of bounds and like get closer for a hail mary attempt, like yeah. a better hail mary attempt. Yeah, I mean, now now do you trust? I mean, obviously, you know, the best of the best can pull that off. Yes, the Peyton Mannings, the Patrick Mahomeses, yeah. the Tom Brady, the guys uh, who get paid to play quarterback. Yes, the guys that are the the MVP winners in the National Football League, they can pull that off. And look. Drake May is going to be an NFL quarterback, you know, at some point, but can he do that that quickly? It's hard to trust like college kids. Like it, like it's, it's that whole thing we were talking about. I think over the break, like a missed free throw. Cause who was it that pulled that off? It was Luca last yeah, night, Luka pulled it off. How many college kids do we see? Screw that up Count- every single countless. time, countless. every single time. So it's like, these are still college players. Can you trust them to execute that? Where, you know, he goes to the sideline for a 15-yarder, and there's still a couple ticks left on the clock. So, here we go. All on the 47-yard line, and we will see what they elect to do. Yeah, they're going to try to go for the quick out, and he got out of bounds and got Yeah, it. they oh, are. But they, they said there's zero seconds left? Or how yeah, much time now left? they're going to have to review gonna, the time. Are they going to put one second left on the clock? It was a little far for my life. Yeah. I feel like you wanted, you usually had that be like a seven, five yeah. to seven-yard pass. They, it went for like a 10-yard pass or 15-yard pass. Yeah, they're, they're going to have to check that uh, with that, <clears throat> excuse me, clock operator. So let's see what they're – I think they're – are they going to say this is game over? Oh, man, if if this is the way this ends. Oh, they said, I think they said with one second left on the clock. Okay, so uh, North Carolina actually uh, – how many, how many, let's see how many yards. They are showing the replay here. I think he got here. to like the 40-yard line or so. So, yeah, I mean, so you know, 40. this is a – this is a about a – probably it would be a 57-yarder. Oh, unless, yeah, yeah, well, well, yeah, so he's out. It looks like, what, at the 41 or the 42? Yeah. Oh, so they're going to attempt to kick it. They're going to try. Yeah, they're going to wow. try to do this. So wow. Th- does this kid have the leg to do it, though? Because you're looking at about a 58-yard field goal. Career long of 47. Yeah, Noah Burnett, this is, this is a really big ask here. I mean, I, I maybe this kid in practice is banging 60-yarders, but mm-hmm. to put him out there to try to make a career long field goal of 10-plus of what his career long is right now with yes. the game on the line. It's not like this is a tie game and we're going to OT if he doesn't make it. This is 
you make it, you win. You miss it, you lose. Yeah, this is a... Feels like it's a tough... Like, like this is a little weird for four, Matt Brown. 47 uh, was his long, I believe, in that crazy wild game they had against Appalachian State. Okay, so State. they took him off the field. They put the offense... Okay. All right, yeah, I was like, this seems a little yeah, idiotic. Yeah, I'm like, you, you don't have, like, Justin Tucker or Sebastian Janikowski on your roster. Well, here we go. It's fourth and one. May is going to throw deep to the end zone. We'll see if anybody gets there. Ooh... It is bad. It's the turf, and the Ducks are going to go ahead and win 28 to 27. Carolina and the under your ticket winners. That was a little risky from those Oregon defenders. It's like yeah. they, were, they were trying to go for an interception. Yeah, there. yeah. Knock it down. Yeah, you got to knock that thing down. But Oregon wins 28 to 27. Uh, a tough one there for the North Carolina money mm-hmm. line betters. That, that plus 400 felt like it was there for much of the game, but Bo Nix leads the drive, and the legend of Bo Nix grows as. Like you mentioned, maybe he's uh, one of those Heisman contenders heading into next yeah, season. Yeah, I think certainly he would be. Uh, Oregon did win the yardage battle, I believe, uh, 414 to 322. We're minus one in the turnover battle. But nevertheless, uh, uh, the Oregon Ducks go ahead and win the Holiday Bowl out in San Diego. Is maybe uh, We'll see if this is the kickoff for the Bo Nix uh, 2023 Heisman campaign. Solid game, 23-30, uh, completed 77% of his passes, 205 yards, uh, did throw the one interception, but the winning touchdown, two of them uh, all together, didn't really do a lot on the ground tonight, and we were talking about it. I don't think he was totally 100% here no. either, but gutted it out, and Oregon goes home with the Holiday Bowl trophy. Yeah, like get some rest, you know, gear up for spring ball, which – Crazy enough in some places. Which starts, like, next week. Yeah, I was like. It seems like. I think Arizona State's the one that always starts in, like, what, like, early February or something? Yeah, yeah. Because it's so hot. They're like, okay, let's get our spring ball out of the way so that it's not, like, 110 degrees out there in April. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, don't look now because spring ball is probably coming in about six weeks in some places. Yes. (laughs) Which uh, sounds insane, but that's uh, the the reality of it. But, uh, yeah, the Oregon players happy jumping around as uh, they're going to be the Holiday Bowl champions here in 2022. Uh, right now in the Texas Bowl, Texas Tech hanging on to a 13-point mm-hmm. lead uh, late in the third quarter, about five minutes and change left to go. They're going to get the football back, are the Red Raiders. And at last posting, they were 10.5-point favorites here. Let me refresh to make sure I'm getting the most up-to-date line. And, yeah, it looks like 10.5 is our number, but it's taken off the board sure they'll activate that soon as a big hit there and it looks like they're going to call maybe targeting on that punt return yeah he did he did get there pretty quickly i don't know if it's targeting or if it's kick catch interference but we'll see we'll see what this flag is as uh, Ole Miss uh, not able to make good on their second yeah. drive of the second half i just always assume targeting Oh yeah, that's yeah, that's a, yeah, and uh, led 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 with the later. helmet. That's a yeah, that's a pen, that's a penalty. That that should be a quick one. Yes. So uh, number thirteen on Ole Miss, gonna be an early shower for for that person. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they called the targeting, and yeah, they, they don't even need to review this one long. Yeah, uh, Tennyson, uh, Lord of Lord Alfred Tennyson, gonna be uh, ejected from the ball game. Let's go ahead and. Uh, Make that ruling now, and then we'll get the game back underway. We can go ahead and resume this thing. Um, Final segment coming up next. We will discuss more of this bowl game and also the live betting swings from Week 16 in the NFL before we turn the page tomorrow to Week 17. Come on back with us. It's VEASAN Live Bet Tonight.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Watch football with a little more on the line by playing free in the Guinness Time Challenge. Just visit DraftKings.com slash Guinness, set your lineup, and watch the action unfold as you play for your share of $115,000 all season long. Guinness, made of more. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for the details. Welcome back. This is the final segment of VSIN Live Bet tonight. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds hanging out at the Circa Resort and Casino. Uh, after the break, following us at the top of the hour will be our buddy Greg Peterson with the Greg Peterson experience here on VSIN. 
Uh, you'll make sure you stick around for that as he wraps up the day in sports. But it looks like we have a fumble um, in this game between Texas Tech. And yeah, Ole yeah. Miss. we'll see. I think I think Ole Miss has the football as we uh, just look up at the replay here. Uh, do have a player down on the field uh, being attended to for Ole Miss, but. Uh, Looking at the number uh, right now, Texas Tech minus five and a half, 61 and a half. So that's telling me Ole Miss got the football. Yeah, that's what that looks like to me as well. So uh, Ole Miss with a chance to get back into the football game despite all the mistakes, Mm -hmm. turnovers, turnover on downs. They do have a chance to make this a one-possession game uh, by the time we get to the fourth quarter if they can capitalize on this mistake by the Red Raiders. Um, But while we're waiting for them to clean that up, we tease it before we went to break there, but the live betting swings from this week in the NFL once again delivered. We saw some big games. It wasn't quite the two 20-to-1 prices that mm-hmm. we saw with the Jaguars beating the Cowboys and then the yeah. massive price that we saw with the Vikings coming back against your beloved Colts there. Uh, tough week. They're for not, the, they're tough not week so for, beloved. Yeah, it was a tough week for the both of us uh, from, <laughs> in that NFL week. Um, but this week, we saw a number of kind of plus 500, plus 750. And let's start with the plus 750 because that one was on Christmas night or Christmas morning, I should say, uh, between the Green Bay Packers and Miami Dolphins. The Packers, Wes, at one point were plus 750. They went on to beat the Dolphins 26 mm-hmm. to 20. But when you think about that first half, when Miami yeah. was really cruising along and churning along, I mean, it looked like Green Bay was never going to get a stop. And then all of a sudden, the second half happens. And now we know after the fact that Tua yeah was concussed probably in that second half, which probably led to the three straight interceptions to end the game. Yeah, Green Bay certainly got the turnovers in in the second half and absolutely needed them. Uh, You know, we've mentioned all year, Green Bay not really good against the run. 32nd in DVOA, but you saw the Miami Dolphins only run it 18 times for 82 yards. So they they, should have ran the ball more and trusted that. And uh, Tua, of course... uh, with the three interceptions and, uh, you know, obviously now in the concussion protocol, uh, Aaron Rodgers uh, did make some big throws late in the game, yep. though, to get them the win. And, you know, we talked about Green Bay that night, that Monday night, that nondescript 24-12 win over the Rams. And we looked at that schedule and was like, if they can beat Miami, they're going to be favored the last two weeks at home against Minnesota and Detroit. I think two teams that, you know, Detroit was on a roll. Of course, that ended, you know, with a thud in Carolina. Still not totally out of the playoff picture, but certainly took a big hit. But, and I even said, I, I go, I think Green Bay's might be going to the playoffs here. I think they might win out. And so far, two for two. And then now laying three with big or three and a half, depending on your store against the Minnesota Vikings, who have won with two walk-off field goals the last two weeks. 12-3, and three, and we know that this is not a 12-3 and three team, and, and I know we're a broken record, and, you know, uh, maybe all the Minnesota Vikings fans like uh, like Ben Fox here at VEASAN think that we're haters, but I think even those guys know the truth. I mean, yeah, if you're watching this team, This team's been a lot of smoke and mirrors, and when you're 11-0 and in one-score games, so, sometimes you just run right, man. <laughs> and then that's what the Minnesota Vikings have done this year. But uh, back to what we were talking about with uh, – with Green Bay, you know, getting those turnovers. Because the thing with Miami, Miami is not a team that, like, matriculates the ball down the field. Mm -hmm. They're a team that is big play. They are boom or bust, and they got the receivers to hit the big play. And Miami did figure out, I think, you know, the way to get the ball to the middle of the field. That's kind of been, you know, what they've done all year. And then it was taken away in their games against the Chargers and against the 49ers on the road. Found a way to do it, but... 
you know, Green Bay, it wasn't pretty, but but they were able to hang on. Yeah, the Packers hung on in that game. And we'll talk playoff picture stuff on Friday because both the NFC and the AFC, there's some permutations out there to where there could be some bets to be made. I've made a bet on a team to make the playoffs in the AFC. I can't wait to share that on Friday, but we'll discuss that coming up later on this week. Uh, another game that had a plus 650 money line price was the New Orleans Saints against the Cleveland Browns in what looked like the most frigid game on planet Earth mm-hmm. out there in Cleveland. The Saints beat the Browns 17-10, to 10, but we saw Cleveland get out to that lead. Uh, plus 650, if not for some mistakes that were by Cleveland, maybe yeah. New Orleans doesn't win this game, but the New Orleans, once they started mm-hmm. to lean on Taysom Hill, I thought it was really, exactly really Exactly, and the short yardage, you know, because you kind of saw it with the, with Dalton. Dalton only 8-15 of 15 for 92 yards and an interception. Uh they put Hill in the game. Hill, I don't even think, attempted a pass. Nine carries for 56 yards, including mm-hmm. a, a touchdown in the second half that ended up tying the game. But, yeah, that was like a perfect Taysom Hill game in that freezing game, cold weather, you know, run, run, run the zone read, run him, and, and, and the Saints were able to do that. Kept a very slim uh, NFC South division hopes alive. Obviously, they'd be on the outside looking in because it seems like yeah. it's Tampa Bay or Carolina. But not eliminated yet. Cleveland officially eliminated yeah. from the playoff chase. Yeah, well, it, it all comes to an end there for them. If they if the Bucks win the, against the Panthers, that's going to be a, a very, very interesting game coming up this Sunday. The final one I wanted to touch on here, Wes, before we get back to the Texas Bowl, Steelers, they were plus 600 on the money line at one point in that game against the Las Vegas Raiders. And, hey, once again, we're talking about a Raider game. Shocking. Mm-hmm. You know, these mm-hmm. guys have been known to blow leads all throughout this season. Yes. And they blow the lead once again there, uh, one that was very devastating toward their playoff hopes. Still slim playoff hopes, but based on the QB change that they've made, uh, they probably think that they ain't going to make it. Uh, but the Steelers win that game 13-10. to 10. Kenny Pickett leads Pittsburgh down the field as they get that drive and uh, ultimately – keep their playoff hopes alive, but plus 600. I mean, I think the lesson was just, hey, yeah. Steelers are up, or the Steelers are down, I'm sorry, to the Raiders. Just fade the Raiders and uh, take the big prize. The guy, the guy was uh, 50 seconds away from six-plus million dollars. Yeah, that was sad, man. I still I still, I still, still can't get over that. Well, I mean, I can get over it. He probably can. I, I wouldn't either. <laughs> yeah, he's if, like, what do you mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like, what are, you, what are you crying about? You didn't lose Jack <laughs> on the game. I mean, it's like, you hit teasers. Not that he would know that nor care, but yeah, uh, I, I look at you know the Raiders found a way to 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 give it away, and and now uh, you know Derek Carr. Uh, the news came out today that he is benched, and and look, the Steelers deserve to win the game when you look at the numbers: three hundred fifty total yards of two hundred one. Mm-hmm. They were the better team, but now uh, Derek Carr is benched. It is going to be Jarrett Stidham looking like for the rest of the season, at least for this week against the 49ers. And then I thought it was curious, Derek Carr being away from the team. And it's like, I'm a Colts guy, and I'm noticing Matt Ryan, he bringing his butt to work every day and having to, you know, eat the humble pie. So, I don't know. Yeah, Every well, situation's different, I guess. Yeah, I guess Carr is maybe like, hey, they're, they're telling me that they want to move on. So, yeah. let's move on right now. Let's not waste right. time. So, I guess that's what they're going to go with. But I think in this game, because I bet the Raiders pre-flop plus three, and then at halftime, I was like, hey, I don't know how this is going to go, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty much getting Steelers plus three and a half or something like yeah. that, or whatever it ended up being. I'm going to go ahead and take that. Yeah. Because it was Josh McDaniels with a lead at halftime, and we've shown all throughout the year these guys can't hold these leads to where it's almost an auto fade. Right. And I don't know if we're going to get that opportunity the rest of the way since they're starting Stidham now, but 
uh, it was at least fun to at least cash an in-game yeah, bet and, on this and, team. Yeah, and I think we were both noticing on the uh, Twitter machine before this got announced because there were sixes because I was kind of cons- I was kind of considering. Got the seven. I might like mm-hmm. the Raiders here with it everything being priced in with these playoff teams like the 49ers. Uh and and then all of a sudden we saw that move. And then I saw the next week, of course, looking on my trust uh trusty Don Best screen, seeing that Kansas City had moved from about eight and a half to ten. Now we're even seeing eleven in the market. Mm-hmm. So that told me even before we got that Schefter tweet and everybody confirming that tweet that yep. Derek Carr was uh done for for the twenty twenty two season. Yeah, yeah, you can just read the tea leaves there. And once again, the betting market's going to break the news these days. That, that's mm-hmm. kind of how it is with betting across the, the nation now and it being legal in a number of states. Oh, yeah. Oftentimes, you're going to see the news trickle out in the market first, and then the official announcement will come about 30 minutes later. That, that appears to be how things are working the rest of the way here. Um, but uh, right now, before we take off here, uh, Texas Tech leads Ole Miss 26-13. to The Red Raiders have the ball back after – Ole Miss failed on a fourth and one. So the turnover on downs just continue here for the Rebels. Yeah. But uh, with the line right now, at least at last posting, nine and a half, total 55 and a half, anything to do here, anything to look out for as we send the folks off? In the nothing, nothing for me. Uh, you know, I, I if, if you're betting the, I don't know if I'd keep dipping into the end game over here that thinks that eventually it's going to get there. Uh, obviously, the Holiday Bowl did not come close. No. Texas Bowl probably not going to either unless we get overtime. Yeah, this game uh, just feels like Ole Miss is cursed, <laughs> to be yeah. honest. That's what they, they've been sloppy all night. Well, we weren't sloppy tonight. We had a hell of a time. Hope you did as well. Thank you to our guy, Johnny Abello, for Wes Reynolds. I'm Femi Abebefe for our producer, Matt Santos, and the entire crew behind the glass. We wish you all the best of luck. Greg Peterson Experience coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. 
So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.